the Pro Wrestling Bowl. 35 short stories, including Harley Race, Ricky Morton, Tracy Smothers, and Tim Storm. Along with 300 photos from the independent scene. Taken from Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama. Get your book today by going to WrestleVille.com or LanceByChance.com. WrestleVille, it's where wrestling lives. Are you a fan of pro wrestling, comedy, and combat sports? Then we have the podcast for you, because we cover that and much, much more. Do you like to debate with your friends? Do we have the perfect segment for you? It's the 531, where we take any given subject, break it down to a top five. From there, we debate it down to three, and then into that number one spot. If you want to get a hold of us, find us on our social media. Search Working Fans Podcast on any major social media platform. And if you want to find the podcast, search for us on any major podcast platform as well as YouTube. Working Fans Podcast. We put in the work so you don't have to. We want to take a minute to thank our newest sponsor on the show, 482 Designs. That is F-O-U-R, the number is 82 Designs. 482 Designs. You can find them on Facebook by looking up F-O-U-R, 82 Designs, at F-O-U-R, 82 Designs on Instagram. And if you want to email them, Go to four82designs at gmail.com. Pretty soon, we're going to be rolling out some high-quality T-shirts and stickers that were just done by the sponsor. Please check them out for any of your screen printing needs. First off, it's a light years better than our first one. Also, we survived the washer and dryer. They look good, and they're good quality. Nice. And those stickers before Paco chewed them up were amazing. And luckily, we'll be getting some more in, hopefully, before we start selling them to fans. But that's F-O-U-R-8-2 Designs. All right. We're live. It's America's favorite duel. Duel. <laughs> Chevy Rooney. The man called Dave. And Chevy Rooney. Let's tell them what we got coming up before we get started with today. All right. Next week, that is going to be March 5th. That's going to be UFC 272, Covington versus Masvidal. It's going to be a good card. We're looking forward to that one. Then it's going to be March 12th, UFC Fight Night Santos versus Ankalaev. I think I said that right this time, Ankalaev. <laughs> March 19th, UFC Fight Night Volkov versus Aspinall, another heavyweight fight. Yeah, man, heavyweight division. I don't know. It's only like a few fighters really get me excited these days, you know? Obviously, the tippy top, and then you have like your your Black Beast, your uh, tie to Avasa. But yeah. hey, chance for them to be on the spotlight and see what they got. Man, I just, I already see Randy in the comments here today. He's asking us what our favorite fights from this past UFC and Bellator. We're going to talk about that. Didn't really see anything with Bellator. There was one fight. God, I don't know if you saw it, I highlighted it, but somebody got kicked in the ribs. And... Oh, yeah, they broke a whole bunch of their ribs, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, ouch, ouch. Yeah, it was a very busy weekend. For me as a pro wrestling fan, there was like there was a WWE show on in the afternoon. Then at night, there was an Impact show. There was a GCW. It was like all these different shows. And then with combat sports, there was a boxing event somewhere. Bellator, like Randy said. UFC and bare knuckle fighting. Congrats to a couple guys I saw got the victory. Mike Perry mm-hmm. got the victory. He brought a bat to the press conference I saw ahead of time. Yep, sure did. Mike hasn't changed much. I was really happy to see Chad Mendez pick up the victory. I've always liked Chad Mendez. And, you know, hopefully this goes well for him. I'm never <clears throat> excited about 
former UFC guys going to bare knuckle. But Chad is still a pretty great athlete. It's not like he got knocked out too much. You know, he's had a few here and there. But I right. think, you know, obviously his strong suit was always wrestling, but he could box. And I mean, he he's powerful. Big, he's powerful, right? So bare knuckles is a different type of game. You know, you kind of sure. So, and I don't know about the competition he's facing. So I wish him best of luck. I hope he wins a title and does really well there. He, he said, I saw in an interview that he said he wasn't sure if he was going to to keep fighting bare knuckle. I know he technically still has a contract with the UFC. I think he has three fights left on his UFC contract. So they must have let him, you know, go out and do this bare knuckle thing. I don't know if it was a one time thing. I mean, he he was looking super thick, like around his yeah. chest and back area, you know. <laughs> Bare knuckle ain't testing at all. We know that. Come on. That uh, reminds me of that thing we saw. Was it MMA roasted or whatever? And guys like, Bare Knuckle has steroid testing. They give you a test, and if you pass, you get a bunch of steroids. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So good. Fred, I see you in those comments, what we're looking forward to. First, we're going to talk about your first question, what we liked over the weekend. Chevy... Did you see all of this main card? I watched. Yeah, I was in and out. Yeah, I watched the. I watched the whole card. Did you see Buckley? How did that? Yeah, the, yeah. that was that was the one I was keeping an eye out for. Buckley, he has a bunch of performance bonuses, so he's always good to watch his fights. This yeah. one was a war between him and Abdul Razak Al Hassan. I had to write yeah. that one down. Yeah, split decision. Yeah, split decision. Yeah, it was a close fight. It was back and forth. Both guys were could barely stand by the end of the fight. It was a good showing from Buckley to see that you know he can still go well three rounds. He can go the three rounds if it doesn't go his way early. So you know I think they're gonna move him up a little bit after this one. I hope so. I mean the guy's got incredible knockout power. We've seen you know it's some he's he's explosive mm-hmm. you know and he's smart. He knows how to create waves. He had that I don't even know that defense instructor. In, yeah, he had the dust guy. guy, the Detroit Urban Survival guy that yeah. is getting trolled all over the internet. Yeah, but I mean, you know what? He got attention for himself. It's that's sure whatever. Did. Sure yeah. did. Yeah. <laughs> I see Jim Miller picked up another victory. We called that one. Yep, yep. Uh, Second round. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Round two. So um, great. Jim Miller just keeps racking up records as far as victories and most time. I know he's near the top. I, I wonder think he's how many tied more... for most wins in the UFC. I wonder how many more fights he plans on doing and sticking around. He said tentatively he's eyeing that UFC 300. He wants to make it to UFC 300. So, okay. I mean, He's looked better since he got his his Lyme disease thing taken care of. He's really looked great since then. Uh, that was like UFC 200, I think. Hmm. Parker Porter and Alan Buda. Not sure if you saw that one. That was a heavyweight. Yeah, that was a close fight. Kind of boring. Okay. Um, Parker, you know, kept trying to implement his wrestling, but he got tired and it ended up just being him trying to march Budo down. Budo thought he won the fight at the end. I thought it was close enough that neither guy should have thought they got robbed, but our boy Parker Porter got the win. Very nice. And then Dukakis was the next Kyle, one. Kyle, yes, the younger. Uh, yep, he fought. Rush choke. That's one of your favorites. Yes, I, I think that this is the one that Scott from Voluntown told us about where Jimmy Pickett tapped with you know, less than one second left on the clock before the round ended. Mm. Um, he said that yep. he had his tongue stuck between his teeth, and that's ah. why he he couldn't hold on any longer. You know, I thought he was going to chomp it off, which 
I'm glad it did because I don't want to see that. That's super gross. I'm glad to see that Kyle got a submission. You know, he he was on a bit of an unlucky streak there of his loss and then uh, no contest from the headbutt with Kevin Holland. Right. So good to see him getting back to getting submission finishes. That's his deal. Jamal Hill knocks out Johnny Walker. This knockout was everywhere. I saw it. I want to just take this comment and then I'll let you talk about this fight. Jamal Hill said on the MMA hour after what he learned from having his arm injured by Paul Craig, take that arrogance out of your fight. You never walk in there with that type of arrogance again. I told myself that and guys picking up some wins and this was a very impressive performance in a main event slot. Right. He knocked Johnny Walker out in the first round Mm -hmm. and it, it was just a shot that landed on the temple and Johnny Walker, you know, he was lean forward if you haven't seen the knockout you should go look it up it's a very strange oh knockout he was leaning forward when he got hit and he sprung backwards and fell into the cage and he ate a very hard follow-up shot or you know his head was up against the cage and and he'll landed it i mean he was already out but johnny walker is in trouble i think you know yeah he might be let go i i don't know yeah he's lost four of his last five and that one win he had in that was that ryan span fight i think he was getting beat up and just landed something on span and ended up finishing him but he's looked vulnerable since he got that win and did that stupid worm and blew out his shoulder (laughs) he went to connor's camp with that s sbg they don't seem to be helping him so maybe another move if the UFC decides he's worth keeping. Yeah, or another move anyway, just to, you know, freshen up. I mean, if yeah. you plan on still fighting MMA, you want to get better. Yeah. I guess I'll answer this question from Randy now. I was going to wait to the end of the show, but I think you're going to feel the same way I am. As far as, like, what UFC and Bellator shows I'd like to go to this year, which one and why, I don't know if there's anything that's really grabbed my attention that hard. Like, you know what I mean? There's good fights coming up, but there's... I. There's not like there's been a big super fight or something announced. It's got my attention. I guess when they do the rematch with Amanda Nunes and Juliana Pena, that's really piqued my interest right now as far as fights goes. <clears throat> if we sign John Jones versus Steve or Frank. That was my thought. If John Jones fights a heavyweight and I had an opportunity to go to that, I'd be in for that one. Right. Absolutely. You know, other than that, I mean, Charles Oliveira and Justin Gaethje, too. Obviously, that's going to be fireworks when mm-hmm. that happens. So, yeah, and I don't know anything else that's going on in Belt. Right now, they, they have their Grand Prix and stuff coming up, so that'll be fun, but nothing that's got me, like, on the edge of my seat. If they were at Mohegan Sun and we were Absolutely. able to acquire tickets, I would go, but I'm not searching it out yet. Yeah, not right now. All right, this fight card, not a lot really going on. Why don't you just tell me what fights you think we want to talk about besides the main event? I just wanted to highlight that Terrence McKinney and for us, Zaim fight. Mm-hmm. So Terrence McKinney is, I think he had a fight book on a card a while back. He ended up getting a, an injury and got taken off. But he's an upcoming talent, very athletic guy. He's 11 and three. He's only fought once in the UFC, but he has a 100% finish rate okay. in his fights. So Zaim is 12 and three, and he's been yeah. two and one in the UFC. So it's a tough matchup. So that, that's a good prelim fight to keep an eye on. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Yeah, interesting. Interesting fight. That's on the early show. So, co-main event. I can see that one's going to get Misha Shirker off. Uh, yep. I always liked him. Wellington Truman. Yep. How much about him? He's 2-3 and three in the UFC. 
He's an. I think he's average. I think this is a very poor yeah. co-main event, to be honest with you. He's got a split decision win over Sam Alvey in his last fight. Yeah, I mean, he lost two prior to that. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Sirkinov is like a real UFC vet. He has. I, I didn't count him, but he has a bunch of fights in the UFC. But he's lost five of his last seven. So neither right. guy's on in great form right now. Yeah, he came in with a lot of buzz. I remember yeah. this. Yeah. He had beaten Krylov, Kudalaba. Yep. Some early wins. Yeah. And then lost to Oldsmere. He got, yeah, he was one of the original guys that got KO'd by Volkan. Yeah. When, yeah. yeah. When no time became a thing. That yeah. Was, uh, yeah. And I'm looking at he lost to Glover, beat Pat Cummins, got caught by Johnny Walker, uh, beat Jimmy Crew, and now he's lost to Ryan Spann and Christoph Jotko. Yeah. That was a split decision. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with Wellington only because he's like 10 years younger and Sirkinoff, he is, you know, mid thirties, I think so. And that is literally the only reason. I'm going to go with Sirkinoff because he didn't get a split decision win over Alvi, who's on a five, <laughs> six fight losing streak or whatever yeah. that was. So right. since I know the guy likes to bang, I'll say he gets a finish round two <laughs> i think we're gonna get punished with a decision a boring one perhaps yeah sorry guys i'm not really we're not a fan of this card. but i am a fan of this main event because i love the story michael bisbig even says that he smells an upset here i don't know if that's true but i mean i think shab said that too so that like cancels out bisbing's opinion about it <laughs> makachev is he's a good striker mm-hmm. a great wrestler i don't know he, he He's possibly in line for a title shot, like not next, but he's like right after. And Green is a guy that's good, but he's not ranked. But he is active, and there is something about these guys that stay active. And Bobby Green, especially when he's active, that's when he seems to perform the best. It's a great story. I'm really happy he's got this main event and this opportunity. And I know it's a catch weight, but you know if he can pull off like a huge win. He's probably going to get a top-ranked opponent at another main event slot. Mm-hmm. I'm pulling for him. I'm going to be different. I'm going to go with my heart. I'm going to say Bobby Green is going to have to get a knockout. And I'm going to go round four. I would love I'm for wrong because I know yeah. I am. <laughs> I would love for that to happen. I don't see that happening. Only Bobby Green's great at laying on his feet all around, but he's very accurate, but he doesn't have a lot of knockout power. I mean, he caught Al while Al was coming in. So maybe he can catch Islam while he's coming in to wrestle, Mm. but I I don't know if he's going to be able to keep him off him long enough to uh, lay in the shots required to knock Islam out. But I I do think that this is a good test, a good showcase for Islam just to see where he's really at. This is a style. I mean, there's no one that has the, same style as Bobby Green, really. He's he's going to be tough to hit, and if he can keep his feet moving and not getting taken down, we're going to see if Islam has the gas tank to hold up to it, because once he gets tired, if he gets tired, he's going to be there to get hit. So with all that being said, I think that Islam probably gets his hands on him after you know he tries to show his striking Bobby touches him a couple times. He's just going to shoot. He's going to get his hands on him. He's going to take him down, beat him up a little bit, hold him down. Just He's just not going to be able to get up. And eventually he's going to find some sort of submission or TKO. I'm going to say around three. Okay. I hope not, though. I hope not. 
Yeah, it'd be a good story for Bobby to pull this off. I'm going to have one more story I want to ask you about, but uh, I'll ask, uh, get to this question, too, from also from Randy. Any fighters surprise you, good or bad, so far? Yeah, I'm going to have an answer for this one. Tai Avasa, which is really good. I'm just really happy for this guy. How can you not be? This guy was cut from the UFC, and he came back, and now he's on, what, a four-fight win streak? Right, at heavyweight, that's tough. At heavyweight, yeah, he just got his biggest win of his career. And the guys, I'm sure he's in the top five right now. Super happy. I'll throw one other name out there too, Juliana Pena. <laughs> you know, how could you not be surprised? Good for her. She makes that division interesting. I love Manda Nunez, but now we have a big money rematch that nobody saw coming. Yeah, I think those are good choices. I think mine's going to be Dominic Reyes. Just his decline from where he was at, he looked so great. And I I think, you know, since he's been knocked out, he looks susceptible to getting knocked out more. And then also, you know, Cody Garbrandt, same thing. So where you gave all the good ones, I'll give the bad ones. Yeah, I'll throw one more good one to balance that gives us a little bit more positive energy. Go over to share. Excellent. Win that light heavyweight title. Yeah, so. Yeah, Yuri, that's going to be a great fight. I'm looking forward to that fight. Yes. I love Glover, but. I don't really see him winning that one. It would be amazing if he did. Yeah, this is like, I feel like it was almost destiny for Glover. He did it. It feels like, but now I also feel like, okay, we accomplished it. So here's real life. (laughs) Hell, Hell of a story. I'll wrap up this episode. One more thing. It came out this week that Henry Cejudo has been training with the Korean zombie and helping him in preparation for his match with Volkanovski. Do you think this is going to make a difference? Short answer, no. Right. I don't think so. I think... I mean, I love Korean Zombie, yeah. but yeah, it's just, it's Max Holloway, Volkanovsky, and Brian Ortega. Ortega's you know? like right there, yeah. yeah. And, you know, Cater Ortega are, are like right there below. And, and even though you could argue that the Zombie was about to beat Yair before that, I mean, actually, it wasn't argue. He was about to beat Yair until Yair pulled off like that buzzer beater finish and one of the great finishes. Yair is a guy to me that keeps making leaps and bounds improvements every time I see him. Well, he fights I, once like every three years. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, right. That's in the flip side of that. He, he's a guy that benefits, it seems like, from not being active. But he also gets hurt a lot, too. I used to really, really like Yair. I love his style, but. Mm-hmm. Inactivity? His, his inactivity, his attitude, his entitlement. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't make me the biggest fan of him anymore, but I, I do love to watch him fight. I find you find that a little more in boxing sometimes. Like he's got that boxing mentality, I think, where like the the loss almost like it feels like defeats him, and you know, like you just right. think, yeah, like it's gonna be the end of the world. Whereas in MMA, we kind of got around, it. and he does improve a lot. So for sure, yeah. I mean, perfect world if Sohudo, if Zombie could come out and wrestle half as good as Henry Sohudo and still have his striking. Yeah, that's yeah. going to make all the difference in the world. But since this fight's going to happen, what, in the next month or two? I don't I don't know how long they've been training him, but whatever. I don't care. You've been training with him for six months. It's too big a gap. I just yeah. don't see it. Unless Korean Zombie was a natural wrestler that we never knew. Had. Right. He's just, yeah, he's the GSP in Korea or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Randy appreciates the content. Thank you, Randy. You know, we do this. It's a passion. This is just a passion. We love doing it. We hope to keep getting better as time goes on with it. You know, we'll probably add some more stuff to it. You know, I've been doing the daily content with a lot of pro wrestling. You know, there might be some MMA stuff. I mentioned the Bobby Green stuff today on it. Mm-hmm. So see how we evolve. Chevy, I know. Yeah, you might you might see me drinking alone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a few videos. So. We'll see. We'll, we'll figure some stuff out. Before we get out of here, though, yes. well, bring it back to Bellator. I just want to mention middleweight 
championship fight is this weekend in Dublin. It's going to be Agar Musasi versus Austin Vanderford. That's Paige Van Zandt's husband. Yeah. He's 11 and 0. Musasi is 48 7 and 2. So he has the experience uh, advantage. A lot. He, he also knocked out Mark Hunt, a heavyweight. So yeah. there's that. I don't know how you see it going, Dave. What are you thinking? I, okay, last time I saw Vanderford fight was on the Contender Series. Um, I'm sure he's which he won and didn't get a contract, right? And again, undefeated, and um, I'm sure he's approved a lot, dude. Just what you're saying, 48 and seven. You know, like Musasi is a guy that's gotten better and better as time goes on. Too, if he's starting to decline, good for Vanderford. You might be catching him, but I can't imagine the gap has gotten that big yet. But great. Chance for Vandenford to see where he is and to learn. Yeah, unless Austin Vandenford has gotten a lot better than I remember, and I'm sure he has improved. Nah, I got Musasi all day. I'll give the kid some respect, and I'll say he makes it to a five-round decision, though. He's super athletic, he, mm-hmm. but he he doesn't really strike me as like a finisher. It's more yeah. of a, a wrestler. You know, he grinds out wins and stuff, and I just think that lends him – in all that time, he has to not get knocked out by one of the best strikers in MMA. Yeah, his experience, he's going to be able to set traps on the feet for Vandefort and, and catch him with something coming in. So I, I agree with you, actually. I don't think that Austin's going to get knocked out, but I think he's going to get touched up pretty bad. I like the kid. I'd be perfectly fine if he yeah. won. And, uh, New blood. Yeah, that'd be great, you know. But I just, I still think that Musasi is at that top level and he, he'll get the win. Yeah. I mean, oh God, Gegard Musasi. How many different titles has this guy had throughout his career, too? Like a million. Yeah. He's at, like, he had a dream title, right? Strike Force? I think he has Strike Force. Like, UFC is the only one he didn't hold, right? Yeah. Strike Force, light heavyweight championship, dream middleweight championship, and dream light heavyweight championship. That's the promotion he beat Hunt in, I believe, too. Yep. Cage Warrior. Uh, fighting championship, middleweight championship, and Bellator. He was the middleweight world championship. He's fought at heavyweight for one fight that we know of. Yeah, this guy is a stud. He's had a great career, and it wasn't like he wasn't successful in the UFC. I'm looking at his kickboxing too. I think he was like five and zero in kickboxing too. Yeah. So he yeah. he did get knocked out fairly recently within the last few years by Rafa Rafael Lovato Jr. Yeah, yeah, uh, that was a. This is this says he lost the majority decision. Oh, uh, was it? I thought. Yeah, okay. he's one. He's won his last three, Machida, which was a split, Lima, and John Salter, which is TKO, his last mm-hmm. fight. He had that majority decision loss before those three wins. Before that, he uh, TKO'd Rory McDonald. Remember that fight? I sure uh, do. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, he was on a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight-fight win streak after the McDonald. And that's when he lost that majority decision, and he's won three since. So <laughs> he ain't doing too bad. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to be all right. Yeah. As for uh, Vandeford, you were He's saying mostly decisions. I think he had an arm triangle in there, but I think it's mostly decisions for him. Submissions yeah. earlier before in the uh, you know low in the regional divisions. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. Good luck Exciting. to him, though. Absolutely. All right. Why don't we uh, hit him? With what's coming up? One more time. All right. Let's see. We have on March fifth. UFC 272 Covington versus Masvidal. March twelfth. UFC Fight Night Santos versus Ankalaev. Got that again, yeah. March 19th, UFC Fight Night Volkov versus Aspinall. Now, we might might sprinkle in, in an interview in yeah, there too, but... Yeah, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> I don't want to say... That's the plan for now, yeah. Yeah, we have a possible interview coming up, and we'll always try to 
bring some stuff so all right guys thanks as always for checking in and appreciate y'all all right so that wraps us up for this week thank you again for listening to the working fans podcast so as always you can find us on twitter at fans working our facebook page is working fans wrestling pod we have email where you can reach out to us and let us know what you think also that's working fans wrestling pod at gmail.com follow us on instagram working fans wrestling underscore pod and then as always please continue to listen to us on anchor.fm google podcast spotify breaker overcast pocket cast radio public all your major platforms if you're following us on apple podcast which we are also on now and youtube please make sure you subscribe and give us a five-star rating it helps us bring you these podcasts where we get to talk to you and talk with you every week 